law of, I think he cheated on me. <laughs> that is why I did not want to. The law of love. The law of love. And take your Bibles to the book of First John chapter uh, 3, verse 17. First John chapter 3, verse 17. I think he, che- he cheated on my notes, so that is why I didn't want to say it. The law of love, First John chapter 3, uh, verse 17. 1 John chapter 3, verse 17. Look at what the Bible says here. The Bible says, For but whoso hath this words good, and see his brother have need, and shorted his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him. I mean, look at, I mean, how... Uh, the apostles presented this truth, I mean, trying to define what the love is. Now, if I ask you what the love is, many of us, we, we will be able to you know, say something about, I mean, the action of the love or what the love does. But in a real sense, the Bible talks about love as the compassion that we have on another person. The compassion that we have on another person. Look at what the Bible says in that 70 says, But whoso had this word good, and see his brother have need, and shorter his bowels of compassion from him, outdwelleth the love of God in him. So the law of love it says that thou shalt show thy compassion. And because you show your compassion to other people, this is how people can know that you are his disciples if you show your compassion to another person. Now, what is the definition of love? That is one thing. What is the definition of love? I mean, love is the tender compassion that first hearts of kindness and mercy toward those who are either suffering or vulnerable. Now, the, the, the love is, it is the heart of kindness and mercy that you show to other people who are going through maybe suffering or they are not well to do or they are going through pains and agonies and you step in and you show your love and compassion to them and that is love. You know, sometimes we want to brag how much we love and we are not doing what we are supposed to do in order for us to show, I mean, the love to other people. I think I saw it on one of the Facebook, I mean, posts that you posted about, you know, showing of love, you know, when, when we talk about love, you know, love is something that we demonstrate. Love is something that we, we show out to people. It's not something that we just, uh, I, I, I love and we do not demonstrate how much you love. And that is what the Bible says, whom the Lord loveth, what does he do? He chastened. Now, let me tell you something. If you love people, you will tell them the truth. If you love people, you will speak the truth to the people. Now, if people hate you, they will just be looking at you and be smiling. Oh, it's ready to perish. It's ready to fall. And that is why sometimes I will either love people that will rebuke me than people that will laugh at me. And I'm going in the wrong direction. And they will laugh at me because of where the, I mean, the direction that I'm going. So I want you to understand that. The Bible wants us to understand the very teaching of love. Look at what the Bible says in the book of James chapter 2, verse 8. Take your Bibles to James chapter 2, verse 8. The book of James chapter 2, verse 8. Look at what the Bible says in the book of James chapter 2, verse 8. The Bible says here, 
James chapter 2, verse 8. The Bible says, If ye fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Ye do well. Wow. The Bible says, If you want to fulfill the royal law, here is the royal law in, 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 in a nutshell. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So God is saying that, I mean, the love I, I, I mean, the love I have demonstrated to you, I want you to show the same love to other people. You know, as children of God, God wants us to respond like he would respond. God wants us to demonstrate the love he has given to us. And that is why the Bible tells us many times in the Bible that, you know, we need to forgive as Christ what? Also as forgiving us. You know, if I want to, if I, if I do not want to forgive, I need to think about the price, the forgiveness that I have received from God. So the forgiveness I have received from God, it should prompt me in order for me to forgive other people who wronged me. You know, sometimes we always tell people how much we love them without demonstrating. And the Bible tells us in the book of John, you know, the Bible says in the book of John chapter 13, verse 35, say, By this shall all men know that ye are my words. That ye are my words. Disciples, if you hate one another. No, the Bible says the brethren, the disciples say, this is one thing that people will know that ye are my disciples. One of the things that we see among the people of God is the love. Do they love each other, the believers? You know, sometimes it pains me that in the house of God is where we show hatred to one another. In the house of God is where we hate one another. The Bible says one of the marks that people will, sh- people will see to know that you are my disciples is when you demonstrate your love one to another. So now how can I be the true disciple of Jesus Christ if I do not show my love to other people, I mean to other brethren, to other brothers. You know, in so many places today, I mean, people segregate. In, in, in the congregation of, I mean, in, in, the, in, the, in the church of God today, people segregate. They, they, there is division in the people. For example, if Mr. Moses, if he does not go to school, you know, as Christian, the Bible says God is no respecter of any person. Neither should we have any respect of person in the church of God. You know, there are special seats for the el- I mean, elites, Abby. I mean, elites, people that are, I mean, people that are, people that are, I mean, they have a lot of money, they have a lot of influence, and they have a lot of position. And he will not be sitting where he's sitting right now. I mean, and you will not be sitting where you're sitting right now. So there is segregation in the church of God. And that is why, I mean, the worldly people, do you know one thing you will see about the worldly people? One thing you will see about them is the love. You see, the reason why so many young people, they join courts, is because many of them do not have the love. They do not feel the love from their family. Many people join gangs today because there is no love. People do not show them love. People do not demonstrate the love. And let me tell you tonight, one of the marks or one of the signs or one of the tokens that we will see in the life of a believer is his love life to the people. I'm not saying everything is going to be love. I mean, there will be no, uh, I mean, you will not be able to confront sin. You know, I love every one of you. But uh, sometimes I will have to confront you and tell you where you are wrong so that you can see where you are wrong and come back to the right path so that you will not be destroyed. 
So God is saying to us that one of the marks of a disciple is you will show love to other people. You will show your compassion to other people. The way God responded to us, the, the way God demonstrated the love to us, the same way we ought to demonstrate the same love to other people. True salvation is not just God forgiving our whole man of sin, but God giving us a whole new life in Christ. That is why the Bible says in the book of uh, John chapter 3, uh, when, when Nicodemus came to Jesus by night, he said, Hey, uh, I mean, thou art a teacher, I mean, sent from God. No man dread this uh, miracle that I dwell except God be with him. And Jesus Christ responded, Except the man be born again, he, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So we have to be born again as Christians. I mean, I mean, we have to be born again in order for us to have a new life that is in Christ Jesus. The Bible says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, what does the Bible say? The Bible says, if any man be in church, is that what, the Bible, is, is that what your Bible says? Are you sure? If any man be in, in what? Are you sure that's what the Bible says? Now, a lot of people, they try to um, fit into church. I mean, they try to be in church thinking that the, the more they are in church, the more they are in Christ. That does not reconcile. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. You know, what makes a difference is who we are in Christ. You know, the, our whole man is full of so many wickedness. It's full of hatred, it's full of malice, it's full of envy, it's full of so many things. And the Bible says, we are a new man in Christ. So, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. So, this new life given to us by God makes us like him. And he is love and the source of true compassion. Love is not something a believer has tried to manufacture on his own. No one can manufacture love. Do we have any factory where we go to manufacture all the fruit of the Spirit? No. The fruit of the Spirit is produced by the Spirit of God. There is no way you can manufacture the fruit of the Spirit. Even though sometimes you are trying to force yourself to love, you will see some hypocrisy. Hypocrisy in love. The Bible says, let love be without dissimulation. Let love be without hypocrisy. So if you are trying to love without the right person producing that thing within you, it will sound like an hypocritical love. No, hypocritical love is something like I mean, a, a pretending love. I mean, you, you try to pretend as if you love someone and you do not really love the person. So don't be hypocritical in the love because that is not what God gives us. So love is not something that a believer has tried to manufacture on his own. It is the fruit of the Spirit seen in a believer who is controlled by the Spirit of God. Listen, if you are not controlled by the Spirit of the living God, you will not be able to produce the fruit of the Spirit love. You will not be able to produce that. So, when you're, that is what the Bible says, be ye filled with the Spirit, because the more you are filled with the Spirit of God, you will be able to do something that you cannot even do with your own natural strength. That is something that we cannot produce on our own. You know, it, it, is, it is very hard. I mean, I mean, it is very hard to be able to do some things without being controlled by higher power. And you know, there are some things that I will not do, and there are some things that an unbeliever will just will not think twice about it, and he will do. 
Why is it that there are some things that I will not do, an unbeliever will just, boom, jump, if you just do it? Because sometimes, I mean, a, a person that has, that has yielded his life to the Spirit of God, we do things according to how the Lord and the Spirit of God listen. But a person who is not led by the Spirit of God, the person who is not controlled by the Spirit of God, he will always do things contrary to the will of God and the plan of God. So love is something that is produced by the Spirit of God. Therefore, if we are found lacking in love, it is because we are not filled with the Spirit of God. Because that is what the Spirit of God produces. It produces love in the life of believers. You know, the more you get around the Spirit of God, the more you ask the Holy Spirit of God to control you, to fill you, the more you'll be able to exhibit, the more you'll be able to produce the fruit of the Spirit that will be seen in your life. You know, say, oh, well, you know sometimes uh, people will say, well, I'm filled with the Spirit of God. And there's no love in their life. And that is one thing I hate about this Pentecostal and charismatism. There is no love. No real love. And they will tell you that, well, praise God, I'm filled with the Spirit of God. I'm, I'm able to, I mean, to jabber and jabber. I'm able to say some ecstatic uh, utterances. Let me tell you tonight, the Spirit of God produces the fruits. And I believe strongly with all my heart, the fruit is what God is looking for in the life of a believer. Fruits of the Spirit being produced by the Spirit of God. So tonight, I want you to understand this. The law of love states that thou shalt show my compassion to others so that people will see Oh, this is a disciple of Jesus Christ. You know, in the book of Acts, you see so many Christians, you see them, the Bible says, and they gave themselves to other people. Why were they able to do that? You know, I, I can't understand. I mean, I, I, I try to think about why would they, I mean, they share their food in common. It takes a great real love to, see, to sell your property and you take it to church so that the church can use it and they will distribute it among people. That is love. You know, it, it takes huge love for, for, for you to, I mean, for you to, I mean, to have something precious to you and you say, for Christ's sake, I will give it. You know, that is how these early Christians, they were able to turn the world upside down. They look at their lives and they say, wow, we want this. We want, this is actually what we want. This is the kind of life we want to live. And people were so passionate in doing things for Christ, not for themselves. Doing things because of Christ. Doing things because that is one of the signs of being a true disciple. The law of love. Thou, my, thou shall show my compassion. Showing compassion. A good disciple must love others with compassion. You know what Jude said? He said, and of some having compassion. And of some, take your Bible to the book of Jude 22. Jude 22. Jude is before Revelation. Jude is before Revelation. Wow. Look at this. The Bible says, and of some have, I mean, and of some have compassion. What happens? Come on, take your Bibles. Let's say, and of some have compassion. What happens? Making a difference. Wow. You know, when you have compassion, you will make a difference. You know, you don't have to have a lot of money before you make a difference in the life of other people. Before you demonstrate your love. You know, sometimes it's, 
It's so difficult. He said, oh, pastor, you want me to show love to others? Why, whereas me, me, myself, I don't have. I don't have the food. I don't have the, I mean, the things. Why should I demonstrate love? Why should I show love to other people? And the Bible says, and of some having compassion, and of some have compassion, making a difference. You see, God wants us to make a difference. God wants us to make a difference in the life of other people. But you cannot make a difference on your own strength without being filled with the love. Love. L-O-V-E. You know, it is one thing that, that word love is a golden word. Everyone wants to hear that. I love you. I care so much about you. You know, if love is missing in the home, something else is going to take over. And that is why God wants us to know that for disciples, love should not be something that is missing in our Christian life. You know, even in the Bible, in the book of John, we are going to say that if you do not show love to other people, you need to check your life, even whether you are saved. Because that is one of the things we see in the life of believers. They show love among themselves. They demonstrate love among themselves. If you see a brother or a sister that is destitute or that is in need, and you, you, you show your power of compassion on him, and the Bible says, I'll dwell at the love of God in you. I'll dwell at the love of God in you. I wanted to stop and think for a minute. Think about these questions. And you will now see yourself. This question may not be, I mean, may not be applicable to you now. Maybe because you think, uh, hey, Pastor, I, I don't think I can do this now, you know. I'm not well to do. I'm not wealthy. Why should I do this? But I said it before. You don't have to have a lot of money before you demonstrate love to other people. The Bible talks about a church. Say, out of their deep poverty, out of their deep what? Poverty. They still reach down to their pocket and say, you want to be a blessing to other people. Out of their deep poverty. You know, it, it is a condition of the heart. It is always the condition of the heart that shows what you are going to demonstrate outside. You know, you need to ask yourself, who are you feeding? I mean, do you have anyone that you are feeding? Do you have anyone that you are taking care of? Apart from your family, who are you feeding? Is there anyone you are willing to, you know, to, to give yourself to, you know, to sacrifice your life to be able to do something? Hey, hey, leave that place now. To be able to sacrifice your life, to be able to, I mean, to, to do something for. Who are you leading? Is there anyone that you are leading? Is there anyone that you are leading out of the love that you have in your heart? Is there anyone that you are leading? I mean, who are you protecting? Who are you protecting? Who have you gone searching for? Who are you making sacrifices? Who are you making it for? You know, listen, all these things, when we talk about love, it requires action. It requires you doing something. You know, sometimes it, it, it pities me. Oh, Pastor, I love, your ch- I love our church, and they won't show up in church. Oh, Pastor, I love, oh, I love Fellowship Baptist Church. And if you love Fellowship Baptist Church, it is not by words. It is what you do. Listen, you are faithful to the church. You are committed to the work of the church. You are committed to the things of the church. You are committed to the activities of the church. You give yourself. 
You know, when Jesus Christ, when he demonstrated his love for us, he gave himself, he was willing to lay down his life because of us. The law of love. Many people, they are so easy. Oh, I'm one of the disciples of Jesus Christ. But they do not, you, you cannot see any exhibits of love in their hearts. You cannot see any, any, I mean, any, any, I mean, atmosphere of love in, in their surroundings. They have no love. Can people in your surroundings say that you love? No, can people around you, people that, are, people that surround you, I mean, can, can they see the attribute of love? You know, sometimes, I mean, I mean, people do not care what you believe anymore. I mean, they just, they are so careful about what you bring forth. Even though if you are not saved and you are bringing forth good things, they will think that you are saved. I mean, if, if you are not a child of God and you are doing something good, you know, that is why some, someone raised a question about, you know, all these people that are giving arms and all this stuff, all these uh, rich people that are not saved and they are giving arms. Someone asked, so pastor, you are saying that these people will go to hell among all those money that they are giving out to the people. Yeah, if they don't believe in Jesus Christ, they are going to hell. Irregardless of how much they give, even though they are exhibiting, they are, they are having compassion on other people. And people find it so difficult to believe, oh, why, why will God send them to hell, even though they are not giving? And it is in the Bible, not of works. Salvation is not of works. Salvation is not, it is not of what we do. Salvation is by faith in Jesus Christ. And that is the only way you and I we can be acceptable and we can be accepted in the sight of God. Who are you feeding? Who are you protecting? Who have you gone searching for? You know, sometimes we want to say, I love, I, I have love, and you have never opened your mouth to share the gospel with someone that is closer to you, to your friends. Oh, I love, and you have never explained the truth of the gospel to people around you. How dwelleth the love of God in you? That's people that are destitute spiritually. People that are destitute spiritually. And you've never opened your mind and say you love. What kind of love is that? Essex love? Or too much love? Listen, there are people that are supposed to tell the truth and you are not telling them the truth. They are destitute. You know, the Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 14 or 15 verse 34. It says, Awake to righteousness and sin not. And the Bible says, And some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. You know, how dwell the love of God in you if you do not care about people that are dying in your community, in your society, in your area, in your family. How dwell the love of God in you? You know, we've come to the point that everyone is after his own thing. In the book of Ezekiel, when you, go, when you, when you get home, you can read the book of Ezekiel chapter 34. The Bible talks about the say, Woe to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. You know, God was reminded, I mean, the, the shepherds, they were supposed to feed the people. They were supposed to comfort the people. They were supposed to heal the people. They were supposed to encourage the people. They were supposed to strengthen the people. But the shepherds were not feeding the people. He said, the disease have you not strengthened? Neither have you healed which was sick. Neither have you burned that, I mean, that which was broken. Neither have you brought again that which was driven away. Neither have you sought that which was lost. But with force 
and cruelty. Ye have ruled them. They were scattered because there is no shepherd. They became meat to all the beasts of the field. My sheep wandered, and none did search or seek after them. You see, a, a, lot of, a lot of us today, we are so much self-conceit of our home. My, my, my. My, 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 my. Selfishness is, is, is as a result of lack of love in our hearts to others. Selfishness is as a result of lack of love in our hearts to others. The Bible says, By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if you love one another. Do you have love in your hearts? Do you have the love of God in your hearts tonight? Or you are filled with so many different things. You allow different things to fill you. Now that is why people, people are so shameful to call you a Christian. People are so shameful to call you a Christian because you are not filled with the love of God. You are filled with different things. They cannot even see the exhibit of love in your life. By this shall all men know. All men, not only Christian, all men, people around you. All men know that ye are my disciples. You know, people that gave them Christian, they were not the people that loved them. They were the people that hated them. The Bible said the disciples were first called Christian by, I mean, in Antioch. They were never called Christian. They were being called believers, disciples, uh, apostles. Uh, I mean, they were being called by different names apart from Christian. But the first time, huh? Yeah? The Galileans, they called them by different names. But you know what? They called them Christian friends at Antioch because they look at their lives. They look at what they are exhibiting. The Bible says, ye are epistles written in our heart, known and read of all men. People are looking at us. And if you want to really tell the world that you are a Christian, how do you treat other believers? You know, it's so shameful today that the way we even Christians treat ourselves, unbelievers do not treat themselves like that. The way Christians treat themselves, unbelievers will not treat. It is within the Christian that we hate each other, even in the church of God. I have been in a church that you are sitting down here and the next man will not sit beside you because he does not like you in the church of God. In the book of James, James explained this very carefully. He said, when someone comes into your assembly and the person has a very nice clothes and you say to the person, oh, oh, come and sit here, come and sit here. And the other person comes to your assembly and he has a rough clothes. Get up. And that is why I don't like, I, mean, I don't know why people do not like to sit in the front because the front is always for special people. I mean, listen, to be honest with you, I mean, I mean, I mean in so many churches, the front is, so, is, is a special seat for so many people. I mean, in a Baptist church, it's where people sit at the back. They don't like to sit in the front. So I'm saying that we show favoritism to other people. Oh, because of your qualification in the house of God. Where everybody is somebody. Amen? And Christ is everything. Christ is all in all. You know, a church should be a place, I mean, among the believers, where we demonstrate our love. Where we, I mean, when one is sick among us, we call, we visit. Let me ask you tonight. How many of you have the numbers of all the church members here? Apart from the pastors. 
How many of you tonight, you have all the phone numbers of everyone? How many of you know how many people were not in church on Sunday, I mean today in the morning? How many of you cared enough to say, oh, pastor, we did not see this person. We did not see this person. How can we get to visit them? That is love. Listen, we, we think about unbelievers. They are going because they have love. They, they demonstrate their loss. I don't know whether we call it loss or love. But they care so much about one another. I mean, we have so many, we counted where we're going, we counted about 15 people that were not in church today. Have you cared enough to go and say, hey, we do not see, we do not see you in church. Or you expect pastor to be doing all those things. Oh, we do not see you in church. Why? That is love. And listen, no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. People want to know in the body. I mean, listen, people leave churches because they, they don't really care about us. It's just for themselves. As a believer, we need to demonstrate love one to another. And if people realize how much we love one another, we care so much about one another, they will always, wow, we love this family. The church is like a family. Oh, we love this family. We want to be in this family. We want to see what is going on in this church family because they love each other. They care so much about one another. We should not be self-conceived. We should not, be, we should not only care about ourselves because everyone has a reason to care so much about himself. The Bible says in the book of the same Ezekiel, look at what the Bible says. Let's take our Bibles, Ezekiel chapter 34, verses 10 to 16. Ezekiel 34. Ezekiel 34, uh, verses 10 to 16. And I'm going to read, I'm going to read what the Bible said. The Bible said, For thus said the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, we both search my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd searcheth out his flock in the day, that he is among his sheep that are, that are scattered. So will I seek out my sheep, and we deliver them out of all out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and uh, in the cloudy and dark day. I will bring them out from the people, and we gather them from the countries, and I will bring them to their own land and fill them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers and in all the inhabitant places of the country. I will fill them. In good pasture and upon the high mountains of Israel with their fold bay, there shall they lie in a good fold, and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock, I will cause them to lie down, said the Lord. I will seek that which was lost and bring again that which was driven away, and we bind up that which was broken and strengthen that which was sick. But I will destroy the fat and strong, and the strong. I will fill them with judgment. So we can see what the Bible says here. Because the shepherd, they failed to do what they were supposed to do. God said, don't worry, I will do the job. I will do the job for you. I will require my flock out of your hand. I will deliver my flock 
from their mouth. I will both search my sheep and seek them out. I will bring them out from the people and countries. I will bring them to their own land and fill them. I will fill them in a good pasture. I will fill my flock and I will cause them to lie down. I will seek that which was lost and I will bring again that which was driven away. I will bind up that which was broken. I will strengthen that which was sick. I will destroy the fat and the strong. Those that took advantage of them. And I will fill them with judgment. So God is telling us how the people, I mean, they've gone astray because the shepherd failed to do the job that he was supposed to do. Love. Showing love to one another. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Woe to the disciples that do not care about other sheep. Do you care enough for other sheep tonight? You know, you want to say, oh, Pastor, I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. Are you sure you're a disciple of Jesus Christ? Do Do you love, do you have the love in your heart? God wants us to exhibit love in our heart. Are you moved with compassion for the lost people around us? Everyone incapable of love, the Bible says, does not know God, for God is love. Say, oh, pastor, I just don't know how to love. No, you, you, don't, you don't tell me you don't know how to love. If you are a child of God, the Bible says, everyone that knoweth God, I mean, everyone that loveth, I mean, loveth God is born of God, for God is love. I, I mean, I mean, mystically, I put that incorrectly. But the Bible says, listen, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples. For God is love, and everyone that knoweth God is born of God. For God is love. Dear beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God. For God is love. Say, listen, if you knoweth God, if, I mean, if you love it and say, oh, I can love that man. I can love that woman. Listen. Are you sure you are a child of God? Are you sure you are born again? You don't, don't say in your heart that I, I, mean, I don't know how to love because God is love. And if you love, if you, if, you, if you know God, you will exhibit love in your heart. God is telling us tonight, God's love was manifest to us when he sent his only begotten son to save us. God did not love us because we first love him or we were even deserving of his love. Since God loved us like that, it also requires us that we love other people like that. There should be love among believers. That is our love life. We also have our eighth life. But there should be, God wants us to show love among the brethren, among the people. Is there anyone in the house of God that you cannot love? Maybe because the person does not have a good attitude. Oh, listen, uh, one, of the, one of my visions for Fellowship Baptist Church is where people love one another. It's where people show love to one another. Before, I was thinking of uh, putting uh, the name of the church when, I was, when we were planning to come here as I was praying. I was thinking of Family Baptist Church. That was what I was thinking about, about the name of the church. Because I, I, want, I, mean, I want the love to be in the house of God. 
I want the love to be in the house of God. And people will look at our life and say, wow, wow, wow. These people really care so much and love one another. I don't want a place where we'll be, we'll be biting each other, we'll be devouring each other, we'll be fighting each other, we'll be cursing each other in the house of God. You know some churches today, I mean, like, it's a great tug of war. It's fighting every time they want, maybe especially when they want to do business meeting. Oh, boy. Business meeting in some, in some churches is like a tug of war. They fight. They, in the, I've seen a place where they take chairs. I've seen a place in the house of God where the pastor will lock the church and the church member will go and break the church. I mean, I'm, I've seen a place where, I mean, I'm seeing a place where, by, I, mean, I mean, the church members will, I mean, will lock the church so that the pastors will not come in and the pastor will go and break the door of the church. No, I'm, I'm saying these this are happening in the house of God. These are happening in the church of God because people do not exhibit that love among each other. You know, a disciple of Jesus Christ must also be a follower or imitator of Christ. Look at what the Bible says in the book of Matthew. Take your Bibles to Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 to 38. Matthew 9, 35 to 38. The Bible says, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad. A sheep having no shepherd. Then said he unto his disciples, What did he say? The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of harvest that he, might, that he will send forth laborers into the harvest. Where did Jesus go? He went to all the villages and cities. What was he doing? He was preaching. What did Jesus do? He taught in their synagogue, preaching the kingdom of, I mean, the gospel of the kingdom, and healed every sickness and um, every sickness and every disease. What did he say? What did Jesus say? He saw the multitudes fainted, scattered, and having no shepherd. And what did it do to him? I mean, what did it do to him? What he saw, how did that affect him? How did that affect him? The Bible says he was moved with compassion. He was moved with love. He saw people, they've gone, having no shepherd, nobody to care about them, destitute, desperate in need, and he was moved with compassion. And listen, I believe strongly with all my heart, a church should be a place where we show compassion to the people first and to the outside. You know what the Bible says in the book of Galatians? It says, uh, uh, let, let, let's go there. Gal- Galatians chapter, let us do good unto how many? Uh, eh? Yes, yes. Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6. 
Verse 10. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, As we have therefore, uh, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them which are of the household of faith. The Bible says, let us do good unto all men, but first, the household of faith. God wants us to show love, the good, I mean, God wants us to do good, to help other people, first, unto all men, but especially the household of faith. First of all, if we want to help people as church, as believers, if we want to demonstrate our love, first of all, we need to consider the household of faith, the people, the believers, before we are able to go outside and help other people, especially the household of faith. So I'm saying this, that Jesus Christ was moved with compassion. What did he, what did he tell his disciples? He said, pray to the Lord of laborers, I mean, to the Lord of harvest, that he might send four laborers into the harvest. Remember what he saw, no shepherd. What, what do we pray for? Laborers. Listen, if you have love, you will pray for laborers. If you have love of God in your heart, you will not only help people, but you will pray for laborers. See, I mean, pray ye therefore of the Lord of harvest that he might send forth our laborers into the harvest. Listen, God wants us to exhibit the love. God wants us to demonstrate the love that we have received. The Bible says God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God demands of his disciples that we show real compassion to strangers in need, just like the story of the Good Samaritan. God wants us to show compassion by telling the word about Jesus Christ. Go ye therefore into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. You can't tell me that you cannot love because a disciple of Jesus Christ will show love. Amen? Amen? You cannot tell me that you cannot love. You say, oh, pastor, I just don't know how to love. I need to, I need to uh, let Brother Michael show you how to be saved. And you allow the Holy Spirit to control you so that we know how to love other people. Don't let hatred fill your heart. And don't love with hypocrisy. That is not kind of love that God is talking about. Real compassion. It will move you in action to do something. Uh, let us pray. Father, we thank you so much tonight. Thank you for uh, the opportunity that you have given us. We really appreciate you. We really thank you for everything that you've done. Father, we pray, oh Lord, that you will uh, please help us uh, so that we can uh, demonstrate the same love that you have shown to us, to those in need. I know sometimes the, the need is so great and we feel like... Uh, how can I show love to other people Why I need to love myself first? But we remember that you first demonstrated your love to us. You laid down your life for us, thinking about others first. Father, help us, Lord, to be able to exhibit this love to the unloved, or to the people that we, we feel like we shouldn't love, to the unlovable, and to the people that we think we should love. Father, we pray that you continue to help us to grow in the love for other people. Thank you, Father, for everything you've done. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. Uh, we are going to dismiss. Let's stand up on our feet.